Hey, this is Nathan, and this is Not the Pastor. And today on this episode, unfortunately, Thomas is under the weather, and plus they're still in the kind of in the middle of a move right now at their house. So things are pretty crazy there. And uh, so actually what we decided to do for today's episode is I've got a little different co-host. I actually have my wife with me today, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit to her and, you know, it's been a while since she was on the, the podcast anyways, but plus I, I just kind of like her, so I, I thought it'd be good to talk to her. You want to say, so- <laughs> say something? Okay, so here's Joy. We're going to talk with her today. I, I just wanted to ask her a few questions because uh, we've been in ministry now, she and I full-time uh, here in Springfield, Oregon at Hillview Baptist Church uh, for seven years, just past seven years recently. And so I wanted to get her perspective on that from from a lady's perspective, you know, just what ministry looks like, how that's changed uh, for her uh, o- over the years. And so let, let's just jump right into it here uh, today. So, Joy, I, I, I want to ask you this. First first off, what, what, what does the ministry, quote-unquote, the ministry look like for you today? Yeah, so... When you first asked that, I definitely was like, okay, let's just define the ministry. Sometimes it just blends in so much with life. Um, We just live it. So first off, I'd say that the ministry today would definitely be black and white from what it was when we first came to Oregon. Mm -hmm. Very different from when we first came seven years ago. Um, I'd say that my, my... my husband, my kids, my home life, they're my primary focus. And as I've seen now, even my greatest fear of influence happen here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm really passionate about training my children. I'm passionate about seeing them grow in their walks with the Lord and in knowledge of His Word. And I'm passionate about helping grow a love for God in them. And I see that that mm. comes mainly from me. But also, I feel strongly that I am still called to pursue um, that call we all have on us as Christians to bring the lost to Jesus sure. and to disciple. And that's something I, I'm still very passionate about. Good. So, so that's what that looks like today uh, a little bit. But, but how has that changed? Because seven years ago, uh, when, when we moved to Oregon... We did not have four children, and so uh, yeah. ministry was a, was a lot different back then. Yes. What what is how how has the that changed in the last seven years? Yeah, man, um, I went from being involved up until about two years ago. I went from being involved in weekly staff meetings, um, mm. organizing ladies' events, mm-hmm. uh, organizing church events mm-hmm. on the calendar, and even advising and helping put the calendar together to now mostly focusing on supporting my husband, supporting you, Nathan, and working alongside you in the different ministries that yeah. you oversee, like Collegiates for Christ and um, the music ministry and our children's choir. That takes up the majority of my ministry, you know, right. to put it in that box, time at the church. Mm-hmm. So moving moving right along here, that, that can be... That's been challenging. That's been a challenging uh, adjustment at times because, I mean, I know you. I know your heart for ministry and for the Lord, 
and your desire to, to be very involved and very busy uh, in, in God's work. And I know other ladies out there have the same mentality, have the same heart to serve the Lord. Many, many ladies do. So having gone through that sort of transition uh, where you've stepped more out of active at-the-church ministry to more behind-the-scenes ministry, at-home ministry, what what encouragement would you give to other ladies who are in that season of life? Maybe they've uh, transitioned to more working at home with kids as, as children have come on the scene. Uh, other ladies that might be in that, that place of life, how would you encourage them? You know, when I thought about that question and the um, idea of giving encouragement, I had to think, well, in what ways can we see discouragement? Um, you know, what ways have I seen discouragement hmm. for myself in this area? You know, and I have to say about two years ago when we really, you know, you, we made the decision, you know, for me to step back and really focus more um, in that home life area ministry, I I knew there was still an area of my life that I wanted to fill, that I felt called to fill with just ministry like my own ministry um and like you said that is i'm very passionate about serving others serving people and so it was hard you know letting go of a lot of the opportunities i had had before and i began to pray and ask god to uh show me what that would be my focus would be outside of the kids and you in the home once i had that in line not to neglect that because that's very important i believe god has um, first and foremost, called me to serve my husband, to care for my children, their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being, and my home. I believe that God's a God of excellence and order, and I want to show that in my home. So I, I don't at all want to say, you know, we should neglect those things and then seek right. a ministry. Right. Um, but I knew that there was still a call in my life as a Christian to give the gospel. Yes. And uh, I started to find myself discouraged because I don't get out (laughs) that often, you know. Or if you do, you have four kids. Yes, I have four kids. And you know what? They are wonderful and so much fun, but they do not allow me to have very deep conversations with people out and about. (laughs) And uh, I found myself just very burdened with this call to give the gospel and to uh, seek souls that are hungry yeah. for Jesus. And I knew that I still had a part to play in that area of ministry um, as a child of God, a believer. So I began to just pray. Um, I began to specifically pray mm-hmm. that God would bring into my life, <clears throat> even more specifically, uh, moms. Moms okay. who I could share the gospel with. And I'll never forget, I began to pray that, and it was probably three weeks I met my first two moms um, at a one at a thrift store huh. and the other at a grocery store. Okay. Two places moms are always good yeah. good Baptist moms always are at. <laughs> and you know, I'll never forget those two women um, meeting up with them different times. I think they were both I both met with them twice. Um, and I got to the point of giving the gospel and both of those moms rejected and made it really clear Mm. they weren't interested, even to the point where they didn't want to spend time with me. Mm. And that was really hard. But God challenged me even more. Um, Hold on just a second there. I'm sorry. Just to be clear. So what did that look like? So you met them, you 
got to know him just briefly for a moment in the store yeah. and then so we exchanged exchange numbers, numbers. Okay. there in the store yeah. or at the thrift store at the children's store yeah we exchanged numbers yeah. i i expressed a desire to get to know them more yeah. um that i wanted to be friends i wanted to get our kids together yeah. i wanted to yeah. share life and we met up at the park gotcha with our kids gotcha, gotcha. and okay. spent time together at the park just being friends yeah i just spent time so asking like a play them date. questions you set up a play yes, date play yeah. date Yep. yep, and then after the play date, we set up a mom date gotcha. where I went and hung out so with the mom one on one. Watch us kids. Yes, moms went and got go coffee. Get to hang out and get coffee for a minute. Pastry, gotcha. something fun. And Perfect. at that opportunity, um, God opened the door for me to, and that was my primary focus was to give the gospel, right. to get into that aspect of the relationship. So I go into the gospel. Those both those moms did make it clear they weren't interested. Gotcha. And that was hard, but God used it to challenge me to pray even more specifically and to ask God to bring into my life hungry moms that were ready. Gotcha. Ready to hear the gospel, open to hearing about Christ, um, ready for that in their life. And it wasn't long after that I began to see it happening. Um, it was it's been very humbling experience just seeing how God has worked through me um, always mm. in spite of me, yes. but um, has worked in these moms that I've met. And I think the encouragement here would be, you, you might be listening to this and you're a mom and you have six littles or more or less and you're at home and man, life is so busy mm. just with those littles. Let's yep. just say just with those children in your home, life is busy. Yes. And I was struggling finding those opportunities until God reminded me that I'm surrounded by neighbors. Yes. I've got one right next door that I could reach out with a 10-foot pole and touch their wall. And we've got them behind us and in front of us. Yeah. And that's where I knew I needed to start. Yeah. And so we actually, our neighbors right now to the right of us, we met a few weeks into moving into our new home. And um, about eight weeks later, they came to church for Easter, and yeah. they have not stopped coming to yeah, church. <laughs> they got saved and baptized here just um, a few weeks ago. So that was not at all to my credit. It was not to anything that I made happen. I love to look at that situation and just give God the praise and the glory yep. for answered prayer. Very good. I, I wanted to see a young mom come into my life that I could be used of God to bring them to him. Mm. And this couple is a perfect example of that. And it encourages me and challenges me more to pray specifically. So Absolutely. if you're that mom and you're thinking this would be hard, I would say, mom, just start praying right now. Ask God for very specific um, opportunities. Maybe you go to the library every Thursday yeah. with your kids. Ask God to meet a mom at the library. Yeah. Maybe you go to the park, that certain park, every Saturday, and you know you're there for a few hours while the kids play, and you usually spend that time maybe on the phone with your mom or on um, social media. Nothing bad with that. Nothing wrong with that. But you could do more. You could pray for, for specific opportunities to meet a mom who is hungry for the gospel. Yeah. And I'd encourage you, use that time to get to the gospel. Love on them. Show them you care for them. Man, have a follow-up time. You meet up again. But get to the gospel. Talk about God. Small comments. Lead it to the big stuff yep. about their soul. Very good. Well, thank you very much for some insights from a, a wife's perspective there on ministry. It's a busy life, uh, but man, what, what a joy 
when God does give that opportunity yes. for you to meet that young mother and uh, see them come to Christ perhaps in the days to come. That That is absolutely worth it for yes, sure, it worth all the busyness. And that wonderful to, for your children to get to see that process take yes. place through you as well. What and a testimony them. to them. Yeah, yeah. very good. Well, if you have any thoughts you'd like to share uh, about this uh, episode or insight that you would like to give, or, or if you're a wife listening in on this and you'd like to give some input as well, we would love to hear your thoughts and, and maybe how this episode has been an encouragement to you or just encouragement you would like to pass on to others. If that's you, then feel free to find us on Facebook at Not the Pastor, Facebook backslash Not the Pastor. And then if you uh, also would just help us out, we would love for this content and and other episodes on Not the Pastor to just be a help to more people. And the way that's going to happen is if we just get some more ratings and and good reviews. So if uh, if you could do that, help us out, go on uh, to wherever you listen to your podcasts at just just, uh, give us a review there if you haven't done that already. Uh, Leave us one of those five-star reviews. Those are the best. We we appreciate all the reviews and, and ratings, but those five star ratings are the, definitely uh, help us out the most. And then leave us a review there, just uh, whatever you'd like to say that would be an encouragement. We'd appreciate that. So until next week, we are not the pastor.